This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 96. We have Robin Perry from More Than Mothering teaching us how we can make deep connections by sharing mom stories. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and love to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times, so let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. Welcome back. So glad that you are with us this week. I'm really excited to introduce you to our guest today. We have Robin Perry on today, and I first found her profile I was referred to her by my friend, Emily Schofield. She was on last week and we talked about mom friends. And this topic that we have going this week is actually kind of another piece that can kind of follow up on that a little bit, since we're talking about sharing mom's stories and making deeper connections with each other as moms. But um, as you know, when Emily first showed me Robin's profile, I thought, oh, this is a nice girl. She's interviewing friends and, you know, telling their stories. And that's really nice. And You know, I think it's really great that she's sharing all this stuff about motherhood. But the more that I've listened to Robin's videos and the interviews that she does with these different women, the more and more that I realized that this is much more than that. I've really been taken in by Robin and her goodness, and she just has such a desire to share in these inspiring lives with these women. And it's such a selfless thing where she's learning from them and she's just having all of us learn from them as well. And I just really hope that as you listen to this chat that we have with Robin today, that you will feel this light that emanates from her and this desire that she has to empower and connect women across the world in this world that we live in, where we often really feel disconnected and alone. Even though we have this world of social media, you think we'd be more connected you know as well as I do that often there's a lot of loneliness and kind of false connection. So, and also, sorry, as a little side note, we did have a little interruption for my two-year-old, which I would normally edit out, but I thought with the stuff that we're talking about today, about how we're making mom life real, finding the joy and trying to balance out the negative, that maybe it would be appropriate to leave it in so you can see a little snapshot, a little snippet into my real life. So, Hope it's not too distracting for you. I hope you really enjoy this podcast today and can't wait for you to meet Robin. Hey, Robin, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Hillary? I am so good. I am so happy that you had a moment to come on here and record with me because I've been wanting to know so much more about your more than mothering stuff that you've got going on here, all these really great videos where you interview other little mamas. And, but before we get into what you're doing, I would love to hear more about you and your family. Do you mind just kind of giving me some little background about you? And then maybe we can go into what more than mothering is and how it got started and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, you're very nice. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Um, My, uh, I'm married to Jeff and we've been married about seven years. Ah, it'd be easy to remember. My dad is Jeff, so that's easy. Oh, that is great. Um, <laughs> Jeffs are wonderful people, and uh, I love mine a lot. And we have two little girls. My oldest is four; she'll be five next month. And uh, and then I have a little girl who just turned two, and they are 
just as different as can possibly be. I think that's a rule somewhere. Mm-hmm. Have to be polar opposites of each other. <laughs> um, and then uh, we are actually currently incubating number three, which will join us at the end of the summer. So. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. Did you know a gender on that yet? I don't yet. Hopefully we'll find out in the next few weeks. I don't know how people wait for a 20-week oh, I can't wait either. I it's can't longest, stand it. The longest possible thing. So I think we're going to do a blood, blood test in the next few weeks and we'll find out. I don't know how people wait till the end because I'm like, that's the only way I survive the pregnancy is with at least a little good news in between all the throwing up. Like I've got to, I've got to have something to go on here. I always feel like there's enough surprises in <laughs> I don't need that to be a surprise. I I'm with you. Oh, that's so awesome. And so you guys live up in the Northwest, right? The U.S. New Northwest, I should say, I guess. In basically Idaho, really. We're right on that line. Awesome. Okay, so tell me about more than mothering. Like, when did this get started? How did this get started? Sure. So more than mothering is, uh, is my website, and I host interviews uh, of admirable, wonderful moms. And the goal is to highlight mothers of all different kinds and with all different strengths at every stage of the journey and, um, and really celebrate moms who love what they're doing and recognize that this is great work that we have to do. Um, as far as it got started, I've been thinking about this and I feel like there are like four different stories I could tell you. <laughs> Pick your favorite. No. <laughs> The convergence of which would all kind of be the origin story. And so um, I'll just pick one and, and kind of go from there. I feel like I became a mom. So I became a mom about five years ago. And that was kind of right when all these moms were taking to Instagram and, and mom blogging kind of exploded in a new way. And I was really searching for some community and some examples as a brand new mom, I felt like there was this real disconnect that either we had this beautiful Instagram world picture of what motherhood was that Instagram gets a lot of flack for now that we only see all of your children in coordinated outfits and <laughs> all kitchens and living rooms that never look like they've ever been lived in and, and just really kind of unattainable lifestyle uh, for a mom who was just covered in milk stains all the time. And then there was this other kind of backlash to that, this movement where I felt like moms were trying to be really real and really kind of edgy and just talked a lot about how their kids were driving them crazy all the time and they just wanted to send them back to school and get rid of them and, and whatever, and no judgment like after Christmas break, I can understand you wanting to send your kids back to school and there's frustration that comes with that. But I just felt like there was no good middle ground mm -hmm. for people who were saying, this is really hard. And I had a rough day today and I did not enjoy mothering as much. So you were looking for some middle ground. So where did you go from there? How did you decide to all of a sudden go from, I'm looking for middle ground to doing these videos with these moms? Yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. So I really was trying to find this place where there was a healthy balance between happy, fulfilled mothers 
and also being really real and relatable about how difficult this job really is. And it, it really just kind of came to me. I think an interview format is natural for me because I am kind of a nerd about interviews. I kind of always have been. Um, that is a medium for me that I find really fascinating. And ever since I was really little, I remember like the dawn of YouTube, you know, when I was in like middle school and my brothers were watching like people fall off of trampolines. And my mom was watching clips from old movies and my dad was trying to figure out how to build a pig pen. And I used YouTube to just nerd out on every interview show I could find. And, uh, and every different type of interview, politicians and movie stars and, and all different things. I just, I find it a really fascinating medium. And from there got into podcasts and, and different things like that and have kind of made that a study of my life. Just as a hobby. And so interviewing felt like a very natural thing for me. I like to ask questions. I'm, a, I'm passionate about asking interesting questions. And so that was kind of very natural. As far as the format, I've, I felt really strongly about videos. I think that our homes are an extension of who we are as moms. And I wanted that to be a part of the video or a part of the experience in getting to know this mother for 15 to 20 minutes that you get to see her environment and something that she's done with it and the place that she spends all of her time and puts all of her heart into. And so that was important to me. And um, yeah, it kind of spiraled from there, uh, hopefully representing as many different forms of of motherhood as I can in these in these various interviews that I do. Love it so much. So how long have you been doing it? How long has this been going on? Well, I had the idea for more than about four and a half years ago. And I told my husband about it and he was immediately like, yes, this is what you're supposed to do. This is so wonderful because he's the most supportive man in the world. Oh, we love Jeff. I ended up doing, we were about to move and there was one friend that I had that had lost a child and I knew I wanted to tell her story. And so my husband just said, just do the interview. We can set up the website later. Just do the interview and then you have it before we leave. And so I did my first interview four years ago and then I just sat on it. And I was just too scared to do anything with it for years and years and years. And I didn't actually finally launch the website until August of 2019. So I've been doing it about six months now. Um, and I have aired that episode, that original interview that I've done um, and uh, several since. But, but it's, a, it's still a fairly new endeavor, even though it's been in my brain for, for that long. Well, don't feel too bad. I had podcasting equipment for a full year before I even opened it out of the box. <laughs> I didn't even look in the box for like a year. I'm like, okay, I know it's in there. My my sister bought it for me for my birthday one year because she and her husband knew this was something that I wanted to do. And he's a videographer. And so he knew the kinds of things that I was going to need and all that kind of stuff. And hmm. they were like, okay, here's your stuff. Now go do your dream. But you know, life gets in the way, you know, you get pregnant or you get, you know, you just times and seasons, I think. 
And so I think your timing was probably just right. And I'm just so glad that I was able to stumble on your stuff so we can hear even more. I would love to hear kind of what the impact has been on your life from interviewing these moms. You know, are there maybe like a couple of stories that have really stuck out to you the most? Um, yes. So I'm going to answer those separately. Yeah. Yeah. Say impact for me, certainly it's elevated my mothering and my personal life to be rubbing shoulders with incredible, inspiring women. But I think the thing that has surprised me the most is that I, so I'm an introvert by nature and I, it's not particularly fulfilling to me to talk about the weather and mm -hmm. the sports games and whatever. I find deep satisfaction from having deep conversations mm -hmm. with people. Let's just get to the meat. Forget all the fluff. Yeah. Exactly. I just want to know about what you're learning and your mm -hmm. life and, and everything. And so, uh, and I was listening to your Galentine's Day episode mm -hmm. with Emily Schofield and you guys talk about kind of finding your tribe and that has just never really manifest for me in my life and i'm young that could certainly happen in my future but as far as a really close-knit group of women that i really rely on and have that great connection and friendship with that's just not something i have in my life right now although i do have friendships that mm -hmm. are helpful and helpful to me in my life but i have found that having an excuse to have weekly conversations with other women about important things has really filled that need for me. And I feel connected to people. I don't feel as lonely because I'm having these really wonderful conversations. And I actually have heard from a few of my friends who have watched episodes who have said that that has been a really wonderful thing for them in viewing these that you know these deep conversations that you really only get every six months or yeah months and they know that they can find it every week on my website if they need it if they need those moments of connection and that's the greatest compliment i could ever receive that something i'm producing is making a woman feel connected to another woman because this is a lonely job and it is, and it's a job of crickets. You do not get a lot of feedback yes. on any of this stuff. You don't know what people are feeling or thinking because they can't join in on the conversation when they're just watching something back. I mean, if they email you afterwards or something, they can, but it's not like they're there in the moment within the interview, right? Right, right, exactly. So, um, so that has been really fulfilling to me and not just in what I'm creating, but also personally feeling this deep connection to other women mm -hmm. yeah we need it we need each other we really need each other okay so now let's go on to shifting to the other side of that question which was like what are some stories that you've heard from these moms that really have stood out i mean i listened to a few of them you know the one um i listened to the most recently was the one where she the lady with the triplets i can't remember her name sorry she had the triplets and they had to just like at first she was pregnant with five though and they had to naturally select who wasn't going to come because it wasn't she wasn't going to make it physically if she had quintuplets 
Yeah. yeah. And that whole, so I would, that for me, it was just kind of like a brain exploding moment. Cause I never really thought about having to go through that kind of an experience in my life. Right. So I'm yeah. sure you've like been through so many of these. So I would love to hear which ones kind of stuck with you. Yeah. So Katie had sex tuplets. She had six babies in the six. Pregnancy. That's right. It was six. And then, yeah, through natural reduction, they had to uh, terminate three of the fetuses. Did I say natural selection? It's like I'm in science class. I'm natural reduction. That's the right term. Yeah. It's called natural selection in some parts of the country. So you're oh, right. Okay. All right. I'm all right then. Okay. <laughs> yes, that was a fascinating story. I agree. I, I really appreciate how you worded that question because I have people ask me all the time, like if I have a favorite episode and that feels blasphemous to me I because don't... all of the all your episodes are like your children right I mean that's how I feel with with my guests it's like how can I pick a favorite I just love all of them so much exactly. but there are times when certain things kind of hang on a little bit more exactly so I would say to answer that um one of the ones that was most impactful to me is uh Regina which is episode 19 and 20 um I usually am very strict about kind of a 15 to 20 minute time limit. Moms are busy and and if it's a video, you know, it's not right. something you can listen to while you're on the go. And so I really try and keep it within that time frame. But I had a 40 minute conversation with this woman who was nominated by my sister-in-law, not someone I had known previously. And I just was so captivated by her story and I just could not bear to cut a single minute of it. Mm -hmm. And so it's episode 19 and 20. She is a mom of six and has twins at the bottom. All of her children have left home except for the twins. And she lost her husband about three years ago. And I just found her story so compelling. And the thing I loved about it is that she was very upbeat. It's not a depressing interview in the slightest, but she also doesn't just paint it rose gold and that her husband was wonderful in those years they just loved together and all these things she was so real and raw about for example he went into remission and he was like perfect cancer's gone i don't have to deal with this anymore and she was terrified that it was going to come back any second and that was a major issue for their marriage in that time that was a major moment of discord and she shared that very openly and candidly with me. And it was just one of those, I've never had, I've never lost a spouse. I've never experienced a spouse with cancer, but it was very eye-opening to me to say, oh, of course, that's how you would feel. Oh, of course, that's something that you would disagree about. And it just helped me understand that situation so much better. And I loved that. And I was really afraid that, you know, you, different people speak to different people and that's understandable. And I thought, is this just for me? Like, is this just impactful to me and nobody else is going to care near as much about this? And I had so many, so much feedback on those episodes that people just loved her as much as I did. And my sister emailed me after episode one and was like, I can't wait another ep. I can't wait a week. <laughs> two. And, you know, so anyway, that was, that was a really memorable one for me. And then I would also say one of the things I'm most proud of on this website is that I really try to tell all different stories of mothering. And so I have grandmas and I have young moms and I have moms of triplets and I have foster moms. And I also have two currently 
of uh, women who have never been able to have children. And uh, one of them is episode four, Kathleen is our children's librarian downtown. And she is incredible and mothers and nurtures children every day, but was never able to have her own children. I just love that. And, and her story is incredible. She's incredible with my kids. And, and then also Mariah is episode six and she has PCOS. She's been through fertility treatments. They tried adoption. That door was closed on them pretty hard. And her husband and her have decided, okay, we will probably never have children in our lifetime, but we're not going to be sad about it. We're going to do the things that we would want to do with children with somebody else's kids. And so they take their nieces and nephews to the zoo and they have sleepovers and they take friends' kids to the movies and they just parent children. Even that is though. so cool. So I love that. I love those stories too. Wow. Those are just so, so neat. Can you hear that? Uh-uh. My two-year-old's like, my door <laughs> is backed up to the bathroom and he's singing. So let me just go move into the other room really quick. So sorry. My babysitters must be busy with their friends. <laughs> Oh, those turkeys. <laughs> All ages. <laughs> my two-year-old naked in my bathroom sink. And he must have eaten chocolate because there's chocolate all over in the soap. Like the bar of soap is covered in chocolate. And he he's just like this big mess. So he's he's dripping water and he's having a wonderful time. And I go out to bring him to his big brothers who are all home from school because it's President's Day. All right. And they're all huddled around their friend's phone, all of them. Like all my young kids, all my teenagers, all looking at them. I'm like, get off this phone, you lost somebody. Here's your two-year-old. Go put him in bed and then you can play. Oh, those turkeys. Oh, I've been playing with them at the park all morning. So I'm like, I've given you my time. I need my time, you silly guys. Okay. Oh, That's so what it's like. Though. It's just classic right no they're so good i'm they were not mean to me when i gave them the baby but <laughs> oh boy anyway i i knew he was probably being unattended there so sorry for that little break so little real mom moment here in the podcast so absolutely <laughs> i identify with you a lot because i don't know if you've ever listened to um the power of moms podcast have you ever heard that one yeah. i really enjoyed listening to that when i was just starting to get into podcasts because i felt like it gave you like some real useful tips on how to be a good mom but it was like brought in the real too so it wasn't picture perfect but it wasn't like we're just gonna throw up our hands and hide from our kids yeah know? i yeah, don't know absolutely. and i think i will have to say i think that exists more now than it yeah. did at the time. it felt very uh unfindable and you really have to search for it i mean that was one thing is i was just glad that i happened to find it you know for sure. But I think, you know, your podcast, I think, does that in a way. I think um, Power of Moms is a wonderful resource. I think 3 and 30 podcast is a great resource. You know, there's a lot more places, I think, to find that now, even just five years later. And I'm just adding my voice to the mix. Which I think we need all the voices, right? I don't think that you can say, oh, it's out there that's we can just all look to that because we all have such different experiences that's why i love to have you and some of these other moms up here on my podcast because 
think all of us are going to learn something different from each of these moms and what has worked for them and what is do you find that in your your recordings that you're doing as well is that you're getting something different from all these different moms i feel so strongly that i have something to learn from every mother i think that we all have different experiences and different strengths and and i think we have something to learn from from everyone from each other and and so i hope i hope that's what people take away from my episodes is uh is that there are wonderful moms to learn from all around them okay so i feel like i did cut you off when i ran off with the two two year old so let's go back just a little bit (laughs) and i would love to hear oh okay so what are you learning what what is something that you've learned the most from these from these moms or even just through the process it doesn't even need to be i guess from a specific person but just maybe even about yourself as you're going through all of this well, I would say, yeah, that I think that will be what I take from this the most is I've had a lot of personal growth um, from this, honestly, mostly from having to be on social media and kind of navigate that world and really being okay with me and seeing yourself on camera and putting yourself out, at least for me, like the first time I ever took like a selfie, it was so uncomfortable for me. And then you start doing those videos for the Insta stories and you're like, oh my gosh, my voice and my face. And I just like, this is so weird. Does everyone just think I'm weird? You know, it takes some getting used to, and then you're just used to it. And it's, you know, it's a lot better after that, but it is, it's really uncomfortable. Because it's hard. It's hard to edit video of myself every week. And it's hard to post on Instagram and um so that's been really difficult um i would say one of the things i have loved i don't know if this even answers your question but i one of the questions i ask the same eight questions at the end of every interview and the last one is always what are you good at and that is the hardest question for almost every single woman to answer and Isn't that so sad? I mean, we should all know what we're good at, right? Yeah, exactly. And we should know that we are good at things. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. And that those are the things that make us great for our kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I have loved that. I have thought about that a lot for myself. What am I good at? And what do I have to offer? And really lean into those areas of my mothering. And I also notice it in other women and try to point those things out when I see them because I think I think we need we all need to hear it we all need to know that we're good at things and that we have we have things worth telling other people we have we have wisdom to share because I think all women do love it you were talking about how your sister nominated this person so will you tell us a little bit about how that all works on you know what that means to be nominating somebody yes so I love that you asked that I Uh, I know a lot of incredible women, but my sphere of influence, my circle is still relatively small and there are a lot of great moms out there to learn from. And so on my website, if you go to my website, there's a tab that says nominations and you can fill out their name and contact info and how you know them and maybe some things that we should learn from them. And that can be anyone. It can be your mom or your sister or your next door neighbor or somebody that you know from Instagram. And I will do my best to reach out to that person and uh, and record an interview 
so that we can all benefit from these moms that have taught you or um, or taught someone wonderful in your life. So that is an opportunity for me to to kind of widen my my opportunities yeah the women that I can that I can meet and learn from I actually really love the word nomination it's like you're being nominated for an award I mean it's like the highest compliment right that you can nominate a friend to have I don't know I just think that that's so neat I love that and I think that we all again like I think we all need to hear that we're doing a good job and that we mm -hmm. have something worth sharing and so we just ask that that we be trusted to to honor that and to honor that person for you. I love that so much. I think I need to start doing that too. Okay. Anybody listening, if you have people you need to nominate to be a guest on the podcast, just, you know, give me a little, give me a little note. That's so awesome. Cause there are, I mean, this world is filled with amazing, amazing mamas and women and people. And I just feel like the more we hear from those kinds of people, the more light we can have in the world and just the happier we're going to be and the more inspired to serve our mission and serve our family. Right. Love what you're doing with that so much. Thank you. And I guess the, the nature of what I'm doing, I always say I don't interview experts on my show. Mm -hmm. Plenty of wonderful places for that. Your show included. Um, I really believe that moms are the experts in their own home and you know, your kids better than anybody else in the world knows. Mm -hmm and you are the most equipped to make decisions for them and so I hope that my show or my episodes inspire women to and empower women to make those decisions for their own family and because of that I'm not usually reaching out to people who have a platform or who mm -hmm. uh, or who have a lot of large audience or a message to share um, they're just regular everyday moms and we all know great everyday regular moms. Yes, I think some of the very greatest are the ones that never are shining anywhere except for just in their little community, their little home, their little church group or wherever it's at. So I think I like that's them. really special that they can be highlighted like you're doing. Is there, was there anything else on your heart that you wanted to share? Anything that I missed? So again, to go back to five years ago, I am a person who thrives on conversation and deep connection with other people. I had great conversations with my family growing up. We would talk about all different things at the dinner table and my mom and I would talk about books and movies and politics together. And I went to college and I had all these incredible conversations with roommates and friends and enlightening, wonderful conversations. And then I got married and I started hanging out with all of these moms who are the same people. They have brilliant minds and thoughts and, and insights. And I found that pretty much every time we went back to two conversations, either how crazy our family, our kids or our husband was making us or two birth stories. And I love a good birth story. I will clickbait that any day and read a birth story on the internet. But we're a lot more than our birth stories. We have a lot more to share than that. And I think we all need to vent to people occasionally. I just potty trained my oldest. Oh, <laughs> potty training. Half years. And 
was gonna die. And I would not have survived that if I didn't have friends that I said, I cannot clean pee out of my carpet for the fourth <laughs> day. I'm gonna lose my crap, right? <laughs> and so we have to be able to vent to people. I think that's important. But that also doesn't make me a better mom when I have those kind of conversations exclusively. It makes me come home and look for the worst in my family. And I like that you say exclusively because yes, it does have a place for sure. But you, yeah, keep going. We want to get deeper. Yeah. So anyway, so I just feel like asking interesting questions of other moms that help us remember how much we love this job can go a long way because I think everybody needs those kind of deep conversations. Everybody's kind of yearning for that. So as a resource on my website, I have a download that are 37 interesting questions to ask moms. And um, so you can go put in your email address and it will, it will come into your inbox. Uh, but even without that, there, there are so many interesting questions we can ask other moms. And I don't think there's a single question I have ever asked in an interview that I wouldn't have asked if there wasn't a camera pointed at my face. And, and so I just, I'm a big believer in asking people interesting questions because I, I think about that quote all the time that if you want to be interesting, be interested. And, uh, and I think, I think we have some great conversations to be had, not just about our birth stories. I love that. I'm writing down that quote right now. I haven't heard that one before. I love that. I wish I could attribute it to someone. I have no idea. But. <laughs> it's quoted by, we don't know, but it's a really good one. So if anybody out there knows who is this quote, just tell us and we'll, we'll put a little author to it. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Do you, um, but let's tell everybody where we can find you so they can follow what you're up to and get those 37 interesting questions. Cause I um, actually went to get those and then I clicked away wave it too fast and it was asking me if I was a robot and then I missed it. So I need to try to re- Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I closed that. You know, it's one of those things where you, it's like when you're, when you're typing a text and all of a sudden it's autocorrecting and you've already pressed send and you're like, ah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, where can we find you? Let's tell everybody. Yeah. So my website is more than dash mothering.com. And I post interviews every Wednesday morning on that website. And that's also where you can find the download of 37 interesting questions. And you can find the nominations tab to, uh, to nominate a great mom for an interview. And then you can also find me on Instagram at more than mothering. I'm going to put links in the show notes to all these different places too, so that it's going to be really easy for our friends that are listening to be able to just click right through and find you so that. Glad to have you. Come on. Yeah, over. I know. Cause I know it's hard when you're driving or you're exercising. That's usually when I'm listening to a podcast is when I'm in motion and I'm not able to just, you know, cause I don't usually just sit down on the couch and with my notepad and listen to a podcast. It's, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts when I'm, you know, wanting to fill my mind with other things. So that's yeah. why we have those show notes there so that we can on a regular basis. I know. I would love to, I actually did lay in bed and watch yours. That was kind of dreamy. I loved doing that. <laughs> that's what we're all about. <laughs> so do you mind answering my three helpful and help happy questions? Are you ready for those? Fun. Yeah, I like these. Okay, so I this is all kind of related to my website. These are all things that I'm super interested in. So 
our Helping of Happiness website covers food, you know, like family cooking, family meals, all of our favorite recipes, travel with our family, and um, also like little home hacks or homemaking hacks, family hacks, any kind of little, and then of course it houses our podcast. So we've got the podcast part down. We did that part. So let's move to our first question. So we have, what is your favorite food or meal? So I think right now my favorite food or meal is anything that my kids will eat without putting up a fight. (laughs) I think right now that's probably spaghetti. We've got a good instant pot recipe that's working really well for us. And I know that my kids will eat it without complaining and my husband will go get seconds. And that's just a win. Hey, that's a total win. So do you put your noodles in there and everything or is it just the sauce? No, it's everything. Oh, this is dreamy. I think I need to get this recipe. Wonderful. Put it in and forget about it. Oh, 10 minutes. I throw it all in the pot. It's done in 10 minutes and we serve it for dinner. That's great. Oh, that's the best. Any time savers that make people happy is the best kind of air. Yes. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, what is, you can answer this one or both ways. What is the best trip you've ever gone on or, and, or your dream vacation? Yeah. So, um, I have two answers for this, if that's allowed. I always allowed. (laughs) I love to talk travel anytime. (laughs) So I went on a study abroad to Israel in college and so I spent four months in the Jerusalem area. Oh, so jealous. So that cool. That will always be the coolest thing that I've ever done. It's also where I met my husband. So that's just, It's even more special. It's just fun. Um, but I have to say, so my husband and I, obviously, we love traveling. We love experiencing different cultures. We've got a goal to go to all 50 states. Um, but lately, we have been really digging our staycations. Mm-hmm. And we have young kids, and so we can't leave them for a super long time. And so if you travel somewhere, that eats up like half of your time if you're only leaving for two or three days. So we're really lucky. My parents live close by, and they love to take my kids for the weekend. And so we just drop my kids off at my parents' house, and then we come home. And we, uh, I, I know that would be hard for some people to not just like – do with all the home projects and all the oh my work. gosh it just sounds so amazing I just wish <laughs> but I work really hard before them to make sure that the house is really clean that the groceries are already done like pretty much everything I would do if we were going to leave the house and so because that's really the only way it would work right because if you come back and the house is a wreck then you're just going to start cleaning in your house and so I work really hard to make sure we're totally prepped and then we just enjoy it and we sleep in, we sleep in our own bed. We're really obsessed with our bed. We really love our own bed. Well, and, so, and there is no sleep like sleeping in your own bed, right? Exactly. And so we sleep there. We do all the things around our house that we wish we got to do more often, or we make time for the friends that also have little kids that we never actually get to hang out with. And so we make those kind of dates happen. Um, it just has been really awesome the last couple years to do some staycations and we're we're really kind of in that zone right now we're really loving it i need a family member to live close so that i can drop my children up and do something like that that's so awesome absolutely it's so great 
Okay, so what is your, do you have a good homemaking hack for us? This always seems to be the question that stumps people the most for me. Yeah, this is a hard one. I don't know if this is like a great answer, but the, so I have really little kids. I've had a kid in a crib for the last almost five years and we'll be having another one here shortly. So my best tip is that I have two crib mattress pads and two crib uh, sheets. And so I put a crib mattress pad, it's a zippered one, so it's fully around the mattress. And then I put a sheet on top of that. And then I put another crib mattress and then another sheet on top of that. And so if you've got a kid that has a blow up or a blowout or has barfed everywhere or whatever, you don't wanna be changing a bed at 2 a.m. And so I just rip off the sheet and the crib mattress pad and you already have a made bed underneath it. That is brilliant. And everybody goes back to sleep and it's great. So um, I just got rid of my crib that we've been using for 18 years. (laughs) That would have been a great solution. (laughs) What a great idea. Oh, that's awesome. I love that it zips all the way around too, because it seems like they always seem to have their mess right on the part and it misses and then you're scrubbing the mattress and oh i have waterproof crib mattress pads as well that's very important because if you just then it just soaks through four layers yeah and then you're doing twice the laundry so that's very that's an important part (laughs) oh i love that so much great idea great idea okay so can help all these other moms out there that maybe aren't done with their crib yet yeah sorry for you there (laughs) (laughs) that's okay maybe I should start doing that on my big kids bed because there are definitely plenty of messes on those as well so I think maybe that's going to work for any bed (laughs) yeah it's genius oh well thank you so much it's so great to just have you on here to tell us all about your neat experience you've been having with more than mothering and I'm excited that our friends that are listening can now be clued in and learn all these things from you as well so i'll link up to all this in the show notes and thank you so much for giving us your time thank you thanks hillary this was really fun i really appreciate it thanks so much for being with us today i hope you'll head straight over to robin's website and nominate a wonderful mama that's in your life and when you're done with that why don't you head over to our little new facebook group we have helping of happiness friends where we're trying to build a little community over there of mamas that are trying to put a little bit of happiness little helping of happiness into their families and through food travel and our podcasts and homemaking hacks have a great day rate review and subscribe if you're listening to apple podcasts thanks